A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash Am I the Jerk Here video. Would you be the jerk for calling the cops on your own sibling? We'll find out, but first, a story from ThrowRASP677. Am I the jerk for removing all of my fiancé's certificates from the wall after he took down my daughter's dog picture? Me, female 34, and my fiancé, male 36, got engaged two months ago. I own the house we currently live in, but after he moved in, he started helping out with the mortgage payment. I have a daughter, Ruby, female 12. She adores animals. She had about seven pets so far in her life. Unfortunately, her dog, Tick, passed away. He was her closest friend and favorite pet. It was devastating for me as well because he was so precious. As a way to honor him, I've printed a middle-sized picture of him, Ruby's favorite, and put it in a frame and hang the frame in the living room wall. Ruby was so happy with it, especially since she gets to see him smiling at her when she walks in. It gives her comfort. My fiancé saw it and got upset. He commented on how strange it was to have the dog's picture up on the wall and how much of a distraction it brings. I felt puzzled because we have all kinds of pictures that were hanging on that wall. He suggested we remove it, but I ignored him. One day I got home and saw that he's taken it down. Ruby was in her room crying, holding the picture. I asked what happened and she told me that my fiance took the picture off and told her she's not allowed to have hung it up there. Also told her to keep it in her room if she didn't want to lose it for good. I was shocked. I rushed out and immediately started taking down all the certificates he had on that wall. His doctorate, masters, and bachelor degrees, and about four to five other certificates as well. All of them I took down and put in the bedroom. He discovered what I did and snapped at me and said that it's his house as well and I should respect his input. In my defense, I told him that since my daughter has to keep it in her room, then he too has to keep his certificates in his room, according to his logic. He yelled at me, demanding that I stop nagging him and acting childishly and spitefully. He wanted to put them back up, but I refused and said that if he does that, then Tick's picture will be put back up as well. He yelled about how I disrespected him and his achievements and treated them as trash, and then stormed out. He's been giving both me and Ruby the cold shoulder for days now, saying he won't speak to neither of us till we apologize and put those certificates back up on the wall ourselves. I think OP is definitely not the jerk, and fiancé or not, would you guys agree that this action is a very dumpable action? If I had a partner like this who showed so little care for both my kids and pets that they lost, to me I would feel like my partner would be heartless. Like, I just don't understand what place this guy's coming from. Would you guys agree that this is worth dumping somebody over? Let me know in the comments down below. Our next story is from GlassAd4738. Am I the jerk for yelling at my husband and mother-in-law and not letting them into the delivery room? I'm 29-year-old female. My husband, 32-year-old male, Jay, and me have recently had a baby girl. By recently, I mean literally last night. A few weeks ago, I was invited to dinner at my mother-in-law's home. She told me she had something important to discuss and I knew exactly what was coming. When I sat down, she held my hand and said, Me and Jay have talked and we think it would be best if I replaced your mother in the delivery room. I said, I'm sorry, but my mother's already been invited 
and I'm not comfortable not having her there. She started squeezing my hand tighter saying it's not just up to me. Side note, my mother-in-law has never been the nicest to me. She would always make snide remarks about my weight and skin color. I said no again and said it's my choice as I'm giving birth. The subject was then dropped, but when we got home, my husband blew up at me saying he has just as much of a decision as me in this. I disagree it'll be me giving birth and I need my mother there. He said fine and we both forgot about it. Yesterday I went into labor. First I called my husband as he was staying at his mother's at the time. Then after about an hour I called my mother. She was shocked to hear from me and told me my husband said I didn't want her there. I told her I do want her there and she came straight away. My husband got to the hospital about 20 minutes after my mother and when he got there he'd brought my mother-in-law. I completely lost it. I started yelling at him and scolding him for telling my mother not to come and then he started shouting at me for not letting him bring his mother. After he shouted at me for about 5 more minutes, I told him to leave. I said I didn't want to see him or his mother ever again. I'm still not sure if I meant what I said or not. Because of the stress put on my body, the birth became more dangerous but my mother was here for me the whole way. Honestly, I feel so bad for OP because, you know, they're already married at this point. They've made huge steps, they're committed, it's their baby together, but having an action like this where they literally went behind your back and told your own mother, they don't want you there, don't even show up. I think that's so twisted and maniacal and messed up, and this dude's such a mama's boy with her hand so far up his butt, I don't know how you feel like you could ever trust this dude again. I think OP's definitely not the jerk. Our next story is from Karambithi. Am I the jerk for telling my brother and sister-in-law it's good they can't have children? Okay, what I said was awful, but please hear me out. I'm 37-year-old male. My wife is 38-year-old female. We have two kids, age 17 and 4. Neither were planned, but we're happy we have them both. Our 17-year-old has cerebral palsy and he's in a wheelchair. He can dress himself. He talks. A bit hard to understand at first, but you can understand I'm fine if you put a little effort into it. He does great in school and is a great, great kid. My brother and his wife can't have kids. They've been through a lot of IVF and other treatments, but it hasn't been successful. I know they're both devastated about it, especially my sister-in-law. We were all at my mother's house for dinner the other night, and brother and sister-in-law were telling us about their last unsuccessful round of IVF and said that this might be it and they probably won't try again. We all said we're sorry about that and that it must be awful. Later that evening, my mom was asking my 17-year-old about his plans for the future, etc. How's school going? Does he have a girlfriend? Does he like any girls, etc. Typical grandma stuff. My sister-in-law then said, Can he even date? To me, my son didn't hear it. And I looked at her and just said, What? She then said, Well, he'll be in your care forever. Do you really want him to bring a woman into that? I asked her to stop, but my brother said she's just asking a question. At that point, everyone heard us talking. Sister-in-law then said to me and my wife, I didn't mean to offend you, it's just that a slow child might be too much work on their own, without dating and stuff. I loudly replied, our son is not slow and you are way out of line here. She then said to me, relax, please, geez, I thought you had more patience. Since you're raising an R-worded child, I lost it and said, you know what? It's a good thing you can't have children because you would have been a terrible mother. She broke down crying. Brother called me a jerk. 
There's not many times where you can tell somebody it's a good thing that they can't have children when they've been trying so hard. This is one of them. In all hearts to hearts, they clearly don't give a crap if they're willing to say these things about their own nephew. I agree with OP, I think it's for the best that they can't have kids. Maybe that's God at work right there. Our next story is from Sloot Bride. Am I the jerk for calling the bride a sloot at the wedding reception? I, 22-year-old female, went to a wedding recently for my friend's 22-year-old female cousin. My friend brought me along for emotional support since she was being forced to go. My friend didn't like her cousin at all because, simply put, the cousin is horrible to my friend. She would make fun of my friend's appearance, which included anything from weight, hair, skin, etc., despite my friend being drop-dead gorgeous. This has led to her having major self-esteem issues. On top of that, there's a 10-year age gap between my friend and her cousin, 32-year-old female, meaning it was literally, at one point, an adult bullying a child. Friend's cousin is an awful person in general, the quintessential racist, but I have black friends, mean girl, who gossips and fights with everyone. However, my parents believe that family is forever, no matter what. So she was dragged to the wedding, meaning I got dragged along as well. The ceremony happened and we moved to the reception. Everything was going surprisingly smoothly, until I started dancing with one of the groomsmen on the dance floor. Bride didn't like this apparently. I know because she came up to me and asked me what the heck I thought I was doing. I was confused and asked her what she meant. She asked me why the heck I was all over him, him meaning the groomsman. I didn't know why she was upset about it. After all, she had a new husband that she should be celebrating with. My friend intervened after she noticed the bride talking to me angrily. The bride slash her cousin turned to my friend and asked her why she brought this salute to her wedding. I wasn't too surprised given the stories I've heard about her, but nevertheless, that still stung. My friend told her to back off and not say that to me. Bride said that I was indeed a salute for dancing with the groomsmen. My friend explained to me that the groomsman that I was dancing with was her ex-boyfriend. I turned to the bride and told her that she just got married to another man, so it wasn't like she wanted her ex back. She then told me that the chances are still high and that I have no right to put my hands on them. I laughed and said, oh, so you're the one who's actually a salute. The bride lost it, screaming at me, cussing at me, crying, while her husband was trying to escort her away. And all the while, I was laughing my butt off. I had a few drinks then. My friend had escorted me away back to our table. Now that the alcohol is worn off, I feel like I may be the jerk for saying that to the bride at the reception. As much as I hate her... According to my friend, she's been getting calls and texts from angry family members asking the both of us how we could ruin the bride's big day. So, am I the jerk? I think OP is not the jerk here, and I think it's kind of hilarious that a bride at her wedding is getting visibly and vocally upset about somebody dancing with their ex. Honestly, why is their ex-boyfriend even there? And did the groom hear that the chances were still high she got back with her ex-boyfriend? You know, after they just got married? By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. Our next story is from Lemons Are Upon Us. Am I the jerk for not letting my sister announce her pregnancy at my wedding, even though I got proposed to at hers? Me, 28, and my sister, 32, have never really gotten along that well. My parents were divorced and so we never really spent much time together during our childhood. 
Once we got in our early 20s though, that changed and we actually got pretty close. Both of us were in serious relationships, and we would always talk about our dream weddings. Fast forward a few years, and my sister was finally getting married to her high school sweetheart. I've never seen her so happy, and I knew this was going to be one of her most cherished moments in life. That was until my dumb butt of an ex-boyfriend proposed to me at my sister's wedding. Needless to say, I had absolutely no idea. I rejected his proposal and ended up leaving him after a few weeks of him showing no signs of him being sorry at all. My sister was rightfully upset with the both of us because, in her eyes, we had just took away her spotlight on a day she's been dreaming of for years. I felt so bad that I ended up giving her around half of what she paid for the wedding. A little much, I know, but when you have your whole family against you, you'll do anything for things to go back to normal. It took a couple of months, but our bond came back, and I ended up meeting my now fiancé. Our wedding's in a couple weeks, and my sister's been making jokes about announcing her pregnancy at my wedding. At first, the jokes were funny, and I thought they had no real threat to them, but after today, it was pretty clear she was not actually joking. My mom called me, telling me that my sister said she was going to announce that she was pregnant during the speech as part of our wedding to get back at me for what I did during hers. I texted my sister saying that it was completely unfair not to just me, but especially to my fiancé, and neither of us were to blame for what my ex did. She won't hear me out, and I told her if she won't drop it, then she won't be allowed at my wedding. I guess she's been crying to all our brothers, saying I'm a witch and a crappy sister for not only ruining her wedding, but for not letting her get a tiny bit of revenge. I get it. It must be hard to have that happen at your wedding, but how should it be my fault? I didn't tell him to do it, and my now fiancé definitely didn't either. My dad and brothers said I was being petty, and that it was only fair I let her do that considering what happened at hers. My fiancé is on my side though and thinks it's best I don't let her come, or at least not to the reception. I know it might seem a bit unfair for me to not let her get back at me, but... I didn't pay the 15000 pity money just for her to try to ruin my wedding years later. We're both adults, and at this point, I think I could be being overdramatic. A pregnancy announcement and a proposal are two very different things, but I won't lie and say it wouldn't hurt my feelings if she did do that to me. I think OP's definitely not the jerk here. Like OP said, not only were they not responsible for any of that happening, They paid $15,000 just out of pity for feeling bad? I think if that sister can't get over it after all that and separate that it wasn't OP's fault, they need some therapy or something. Our next story is from an anonymous poster. Am I the jerk for my strict schedule I have my kids on? It's summertime, so while mom and I work, our three kids are at home, ages between 8 and 15. We were talking with other parents about what our kids do during the day, and some friends were shocked that I was being so strict during summer break. Here's why. They have to do chores every day. The chores include daily, cleaning the bathrooms, bedrooms, playroom, and any dishes. Basically pick up after themselves. Monday, wash and fold and put up their laundry. Tuesday, sweep and vacuum. Wednesday, mow and weed eat. Thursday, nothing extra. And Friday, sweep. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. In vacuum. Monday to Friday, they wake up and run one mile and have 15 minutes to do it. If they don't make it in 15 minutes, nothing happens. I'm just giving them a very achievable goal. Electronics are turned off at 12.30 until we get home from work around 4.30. We have a pool and they have so many toys. They have things to do that don't include electronics. They have to complete the chores by 4.30, so they spend the morning playing Xbox or watching TV, eat lunch, then they do chores and entertain themselves. I don't want my kids just sitting in front of a screen all day because it's not healthy. Being forced to use your imagination isn't a bad thing as far as I'm concerned. I want them to run because they all play sports and they get gassed out rather quickly. This is the first summer we've done the mile thing and I'm hoping it helps once fall sports start. I'm just trying to equip my kids the best way I know how. Other parents have made comments about how summer break is all about relaxing and getting to take a break from responsibilities. All fun. I felt conflicted. So, am I the jerk? I think the main thing that OP might be the jerk for is the 15-year-old being saddled with watching the two younger kids, OP and their wife going to work all day, and the 15-year-old just having to run the house. I think, frankly, that kind of sucks for the 15-year-old. Not only that, but does anybody else see the issue with leaving a 15-year-old and an 8-year-old and some in-between alone with a pool? To me, that screams like some kind of issue may be happening. You know, a 15-year-old, they just stop supervising for a while. God forbid, who knows? Our next story is from Doggo Magnus. Am I the jerk for removing the lock on our bathroom door? I, 29-year-old female, am married to David, 30-year-old male, and I have been for three years. We have one beautiful daughter, 2-year-old female, and have another one on the way. The other week, my husband approached me asking if I could not go to the toilet as much in the night, as it was keeping him up and he had work early in the mornings. So that night I held it in so he could sleep, but one night I couldn't hold it in any longer, so I got up and went. Next morning, husband asked why I went to the toilet in the middle of the night and I blatantly told him that I couldn't hold it in. He dropped the subject and headed off to work. Thinking I could now go to the toilet in the night again, I tiptoed out of our room, went to the toilet and came back. Husband seemed to have not have woken up, so I went back to sleep. This all seemed to be fine for about a week. Then one day I'm out because I have plans with friends that day and I'm out till quite late. When I arrive back home and I crawl into bed and fall asleep, again I wake up to go to the bathroom. But when I try to open it, I find it's locked and a new lock has been put on the outside with a keyhole. I immediately confront my husband asking why there's a lock on the bathroom. Husband wakes up visibly angry saying to stop you from using it in the night and waking me up. He continues to say how he has a big meeting the next day and to leave him alone. 
I leave and go to sleep on the couch for the rest of the night. In the morning, my husband's gone, and I find the bathroom is now open with a newly written timetable on the fridge titled, Bathroom Timetable. It then goes on to say, open between 7am and 10pm, closed between 10pm and 7am. I was stunned that my husband would limit what time I could go to the bathroom. I decided to call my brother and ask him to remove the lock. He immediately came over and it was done and dusted within 20 minutes. When my husband got home, he was extremely angry saying how I shouldn't have removed the lock and how you just made a big mistake. He then stormed out and I haven't seen him for two days. Did I overstep by removing the lock? Am I the jerk? Even despite the fact that OP's pregnant, just the fact alone that they're getting upset about your partner going to the bathroom in the middle of the night? I mean, if you've gotta go, you've gotta go. It only compounds how awful this husband's acting when you realize OP is pregnant. Maybe the husband should go sleep on the couch so they won't have any issues when OP has to use the restroom. Our next story is from Ain't No Worry Zero. Am I the jerk for leaving my in-laws house with my daughter after she told me she was feeling uncomfortable? I, male 37, have been with my fiancé, female 37, for two years. We're getting married soon, I've only met her family a couple of times. My daughter Judy, female 16, has never met them till very recently, where they hosted dinner to celebrate the 4th of July, and that's when they met her for the first time. Judy has a visible burn scar on her forehead. It was due to an accident she was in when she was 9. She used to be incredibly insecure about it, to the point where I was forced to homeschool her, and it was hard trying to deal with and navigate through this rough time. Now she's doing a lot better, though some comments can really cause her to become stressed out and anxious. My fiancé knows all that and respects it. Before we went to her parents' house, I asked her to tell them about Judy and her struggle and get to try and not say anything negative about it or possibly mention it. She said she would guarantee no one will say anything. We got to the event and they talked to Judy and she slowly warmed up to them. Everything was going well till it was dinner time. My future mother-in-law looked at Judy while she was eating and pointed at her scar, basically asking questions about it, which made Judy lose her appetite and start to get uncomfortable. I kept sending my fiancé and her mom signs to knock it off, but to no avail. Finally, future mother-in-law then brought up the wedding and asked my fiancé if it'd be possible to photoshop the scar out of any wedding photos that'll have Judy in them, just in case they distract viewers. I was dumbfounded. Fiancé said nothing, just stared casually while nodding. I looked at Judy and it was clear this got to her. I leaned closer and asked if she was feeling uncomfortable and that we could leave if the answer was yes. She took her time, then nodded and said, Yes, I'm feeling uncomfortable right now. I got up and told her to get ready because we were leaving. My fiancé, her mom, and the family started insisting we finish dinner and stay, but I refused. I took Judy and got in the car and left before even talking to my fiancé. Obviously, she was pissed. She called me and was angry about how I disrespected her parents by taking Judy and leaving in the middle of dinner and not even saying goodbye. I told her that Judy was feeling uncomfortable with future mother-in-law's comments and questions. She said Judy overreacted and is in need to go back to therapy if simply a mention of her scar caused her to react that way. I got tired of arguing and asked her to give us some time, but she went on with me and said that I have no respect for her and her family, and that what I did was irrational and now she won't speak to me till I clear things up with her family after ruining their celebratory dinner. 
I think they're not the jerk here, and I think if there's ever a situation where they just feel legitimately uncomfortable or not necessarily welcomed, at least not the way they would want to, I think they have every right to remove themselves from that situation. These people can judge and be hateful or suggest therapy all they want, but honestly I think that only proves that OP made the right decision as a whole. Get away from people who are willing to act like that. I think it's disappointing that the fiancé didn't fight for OP's daughter at all. This next story is from Bad Hiker 1. Am I the jerk for asking my husband to carry me on the way back from a hike? I went on a hike with my husband and a group of his friends. On the way back, I asked my husband to carry me the rest of the way. He was having a conversation with three of his friends when I asked, but they went quiet after I interrupted. I told them they could keep talking and ignore me, but one of the women told me their conversation was private and that I shouldn't have come if I couldn't handle it, even though she and others had asked more than once if the group could take a break. So I was obviously not the only one struggling. It was super awkward since she was obviously annoyed by me, but also continued walking next to us. A few other spouses asked to be carried, and it caused some arguments when they were told no, and she made a comment about how it was my fault. My husband told her to stop and then made a joke about his friends being too weak to carry their spouses, which caused some of them to try. This ended up slowing the whole group down, and the women kept making indirect comments blaming me for ruining the hike. Am I the jerk? I think it's kind of odd that OP asked right away just if they could get carried. I think it would have been more than fine for them to just ask if they could take a break. I don't know, this whole thing is just kind of bizarre. Is OP the jerk? I, 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 I don't know. Our next story is from Sense and Prejudice 7. Am I the jerk for leaving my four-year-old nephew unsupervised? I'm still fuming over this, so forgive me if this post isn't perfectly put together. I just need some third-party insight. I, 26-year-old female, have a 28-year-old female sister, let's call her Jay. Jay is a mother to three kids, aged four, seven, and eight years old. The father is a really absent parent and not around much. He works the night shift and then sleeps all day. I felt bad for her because it definitely isn't a fair situation and she doesn't get any time to herself. Anyway, the situation is as this. My sister invited me to hang out on Saturday night. I agreed to come around and hang out with her, but she said she would have to leave to run an errand at some point. Cool. She said she'd be half an hour, so could I look after the sleeping youngest child while she quickly nipped out? I reluctantly agreed. The other two kids had been dropped off at our parents for the weekend, so I understood that she would want some time to run an errand she normally wouldn't have time for. As long as it was only half an hour, she promised it would be. I come over, we chat and catch up and watch a movie. It's really pleasant until she says she has to leave for that errand and leaves me instructions of what to do in case the kid wakes up, but says to just call her because she's only around the corner. I'm really on edge about it because I struggle a lot with really bad anxiety and panic disorder, which I'm currently in therapy for and experimenting with meds to manage. However, we haven't found anything that really works yet. She knows this and knows I would really panic and can't look after a kid for longer than she initially promised. I'm just not there mentally to be able to deal with crying, for example. Anyway, half an hour passes and she isn't back yet, 45 minutes. I call her and ask if everything's okay and when she'll be back, and she answers after multiple rings. She said something came up and she'd be another hour, maybe an hour and 15. I basically lose my crap and say if she's not back in 15 minutes then I'm leaving. 
She said I wouldn't do that and to please just stay there and hung up. At this point, I'm on the verge of having a panic attack, so I do my breathing exercises, ring her husband, leave a message when he doesn't answer, text him about the situation as well and also text my mom and leave after 15 minutes as I said. Apparently my sister didn't come home for another two hours and when she did, her husband was with the child and they were both fuming. He got my message 15 minutes after I left, so 30 minutes after I sent it and now both of them are refusing to talk to me, saying I endangered the child's life. I feel like me staying would have been worse because the kids slept through it all and a panic attack may have woken him up to find me a dysfunctional mess. Am I the jerk here? I think everybody sucks here. One, because obviously they said they'd be 30 minutes and blew way beyond that. Two, I think OP's the jerk because as much as they want to help out, they should have been able to identify enough that they have legitimate issues that they're working through and it seems if the slightest thing went wrong it would cause some real issues and they just shouldn't have agreed to it to begin with there's just not much excuse leaving a four-year-old alone with no guarantee that anybody's going to be around for hours and our final story of the days from throwaway 310-3582 am i the jerk for calling the cops on my sister i have a five-year-old boy i'll call him jason with my wife Me and my sister are little to no contact. She's never watched Jason alone, or even been in the same room with Jason alone. Weekends, we all sleep in. My son usually wakes us up every morning, no later than 11am. I woke up an hour after that, went to go check on Jason because, again, he's never slept in past 11, and he's not in his bed, he's not in the bathroom, he's nowhere to be found. I started freaking the freak out. I looked everywhere. I woke up my wife who was also panicking. I looked outside in the attic, my office, everywhere. Until I see a note on the side of the kitchen counter while I was about to call the police. It was from my sister saying she took Jason. Nothing else but, hey, took Jason, hope you don't mind, and then her name. So let me just break it down. She came into my house unannounced and took my kid without me saying it was okay. I didn't know where the heck she was, where she took him, or anything, and she hasn't answered. So I called the cops. They came quick. I showed them everything. Long freaking story short, she was at her house with Jason. I got him back the same day. She got arrested and she got bailed out of jail. My son hated it over there. He started crying when I got him. He's extra clingy to me and my wife now. I blocked all contact with her, but my family's pissed with me because of this. They hate what I did. My mom says that she can't believe she raised me to be so cruel to my sister. My other sister saying that she deserves an apology and I need to stop acting like he was kidnapped. And my dad saying that it's ridiculous to do something like this to my own sister. He said that I should apologize because it was under a heat of a moment and we should make amends. What was expected of me to do? She took my kid. Almost sent me to the freaking hospital myself. My sister does not have a key that I've given her, but my mother does. And my mother is the only other one that does have a copy besides us, so she got the key from her. We've changed the locks after this. I was gonna say until that last sentence, how did they even get in the house? They are definitely not the jerk. You wake up and your kid's gone, no questions asked, no, no details about where they are, what they're doing, why they took the kid. Opie acted totally rationally, and frankly the sister deserved it. 
Kind of reminded me of a moment in my life though, when I was probably no older than 10 years old, my much older sister on a whim decided to just take me and her to a water park for the day. I mean, it was awesome and I had a blast, but imagine the panic my parents had not knowing where I was after being gone literally all day. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another Am I the Jerk Here story that was crazy, click on that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, click on the right. That said, though, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out for a chance to win the French Open title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV, live in HD. Don't miss a moment with daily live coverage and match replays on demand, beginning Monday, May 20th. Be there for all the unforgettable moments. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus.